0: friends, it's Tuesday, June 27th. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Enough for Today. We are in Psalm 80 and we are closing in on the end of this psalm. And I said yesterday we might finish it today, but we just might not because it's really, really good. So we left off yesterday studying this multi-layered verse um, 17. Let thy hand Be upon the man of thy right hand. Now, from a 21st century perspective, that's obviously Jesus. We talked about let thy hand be upon can mean the blessing, the favor of God, or the judgment, the wrath, the chastening of God. And so we see as the story moves forward from ancient Israel to today, we see that God's hand was upon Israel. It was upon the man of his right hand, in judgment on the cross so that his hand could be upon you and upon me in blessing and in love and in grace and in mercy. So, boy, this was dense. So we will, uh, so it says the son of man and the son of, upon the son of man whom thou madest strong for thyself. Son of man, the title of the Messiah, um, Jesus' favorite descriptor of himself and so verse 17 is what, what all the devastation of the first 16 verses points to is that God, even in our darkest, most despairing times, even in the times when it seems like God's abandoned us, he's still at work. And the cross is the place where the ultimate judgment of God fell so that I could experience the ultimate love of God. So verse 17 was rich, not only in a resolution for this psalm and for the immediate sense of it as the psalmist is experiencing the collapse of the northern kingdom and the imminent collapse of the southern kingdom, but now 2,000, 2,500 years removed, uh, a whole fuller, more beautiful sense of it through the lens of the gospel. So verse uh, 18, so, it gets better, watch this, so will not we go back from thee. So here's what the psalmist is praying. Lord, do something in verse 17 that will keep us from ever falling away from you. God, make it so that we're secure. Change uh, the rules of the game. Change the state of things. Do something fundamentally transformational. And we see that's what God did in the gospel. He promised that he would not demand that fallen sinful hearts follow his laws, but he would make us new hearts, that he would renew us and make us new creatures. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. What we need is not to be made better. We need to be made reborn. We need to be made new in Christ, a new man. And the old things passed away. And we need to be, look at what the verse says, so will not we go back from thee, quicken us. See, this is the phrase that refers to being made alive or reborn or renewed or made anew or coming, resurrect, resurrect us. We're dead, we're killable, we're dying, we're fallen. God, bring us to life. Make us alive again. Uh, you could say it also carries with it a sense of revival or renewal, uh, but, but, but uh, comprehensive renewal. We're not talking about a, a fresh coat of paint on old materials. We're not talking about whitewashed sepulchers. We're talking about from the inside out, made alive again. Quicken us. It's a, it's a prayer. This is an Old Testament prayer. For the New Testament gospel, this is an Old Testament forward look at God. You can save us. You can resurrect us, quicken us, and we will call upon the name. Make salvation accessible. Make a a, a, a kind of salvation that, that's um, unlosable, unbreakable, unretractable. So will not we go back from thee? quicken us and we will call upon thy name give us a relationship lord that's unlosable that we won't fall back from that we're held in in security and assurance that we're made alive to you in in, in an unchanging way and god give us access to your throne we want to call upon your name we want to uh, have a relationship with you that is inseparable and that's intimate and close Oh, do we press into verse 19 or do we just pause here and think about these things? The gospel in the Old Testament, the gospel in Psalm 80, the ancient kingdom of northern Israel fallen, the southern kingdom mourning, interceding. God, send a man. Let your hand be upon that man. Make him strong for yourself so we Will not go back from thee. Quicken us, and we will call upon thy name. So, if you've never been quickened, Jesus is the way to be quickened. You can invite him into your life as Savior and Lord and King. You can trust him to forgive your sins because of his work on the cross. He can be your Savior. If you have been quickened, now you have a God whose arms are open, and he says, Call upon me, ask me, and watch me. Provide. watch me do what I do watch me bear fruit through you watch me save you and transform you and renew you and lead you forward we belong to a great God and a loving heavenly Father and it all is because the hand of God's wrath fell on Jesus so that the hand of his grace and love could rest upon you and upon me so call upon him today what do you need right now I'm going to shut up so that you can call upon him. Happy Tuesday, my friends. We'll see you tomorrow.